Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello. Hey, I got a great interview for you today. Uh, my buddy and uh, coaching client, Brian Brown. Brian lives in the New England area here in the United States, and he's a, a really successful mortgage broker, just absolutely crushing it. So he reached out to me back in January. We started working together to develop a real passion of his. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to listen to the interview. Brian's a really humble, unassuming dude, so he just uh, he's going to give you a ton of content around how to build out locally in your own backyard. We talk about acres of diamonds in your own backyard, harvesting the abundance of business right there on the same street you live on, let alone, you know, trying to go out and everybody wants to be an influencer on social media, you know, all these likes and it. You don't need to do that. I mean, if you're a realtor, insurance agent, brick and mortar store, or somebody like myself, you know, you want speaking gigs locally. Listen to what Brian talks about. We just launched his podcast a while back. It's called Local Impact. You can check it out on iTunes. And he shares all the tips and strategies that allows him to work right in his hometown. Very small hometown in Massachusetts. Not like a big city. Uh, spends time with his wife, his three kids. He's there for his family. And absolutely crushes it with his business. And he does it all locally. So if you're interested in building a bigger better and more successful local brand and business check out this interview with brian all right here we go all right here we go sam crowley welcome back to the show got my man brian brown with me brian how you doing buddy good man what's up hey wow fame uh not every day we get a famous guy like you on the everyday saturday podcast so (laughs) welcome i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe to myself maybe i'm famous to myself but i don't know well certainly in your own home i hope you are man yes yeah so Hey, by the way, before we get started, tell us about yourself, where you live, family, things like that. What's up? A, a yeah. day in the life of Brian Brown. Yeah, yep, yep. So um, I'm originally from Lemonster, Massachusetts, central Massachusetts. Uh, lived in the Boston area for a little bit. Boston. Uh, and then, yeah, Boston, yep. And then, That accent's coming through just a little bit. Is it uh, already? Bit, yeah. All right. I tr- I'll try to mask it more. But uh, but yeah, now I live in uh, in Hockington, Massachusetts, which most, uh, if anyone is listening, is in the running world. They'll know it as the start line of the Boston Marathon. That's my hometown. Um, so yeah, wife and, uh, and three little kids, uh, three kids that are uh, six and under. And uh, wow. my, in my, my, my regular life, uh, my regular job, uh, I've been in the mortgage industry for 18 years. Um, so I'm a mortgage originator, branch manager with uh, Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. Mortgage business is good to be in now, right? It's not bad. There, there are not worse bad. things to do. <laughs> I'll yeah. admit, yeah, I'm almost, ash- I don't know, ashamed isn't the right word, but I feel, I feel bad saying it, but the, the pandemic just, it, it, it there, I mean, it's all negative, right? But um, yeah. it dropped interest rates. And in the, if you were in the mortgage, it just happened to be right place, right time. Uh, it, it helped a lot of people refinance, save a ton of money. So yeah, I mean, business, it has been good. 
um, in that regard. And now just people are buying homes like, like crazy. I've never seen anything like it. So it's been a crazy couple of years in the mortgage business. Yeah. So Brian's way too humble. My job before Brian and I are done working together is to make him a lot less humble and to brag about himself a little bit more because <laughs> what he's not telling you is he's absolutely crushing it and he's doing very well, which is great. I mean, look, we want to talk to people who do well doing what they love to do. And I mean, you got a servant's attitude anyway, like you're in this business to help people, whether it's refi or find a new mortgage. So for you now, you know, rewind back a few months, uh, you and I were talking about working together and what was it that made you want to reach out? Like what was going, I mean, you're doing really well. And, and, and I know we joked about, it, but you really are doing super duper for in your mortgage business. But what was it? You wanted something more. What was going on in your mind? Yeah, I just, I want to, I, listen, man, I, I, I kind of stumbled on something just in my mortgage, my mortgage world, moving my business, um, you know, to my hometown, I sort of stumbled on something and it really just, it changed my life, my business life. I'm doing more business than I ever have before. And it, it more, maybe more importantly changed my personal life. I'm, 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 I'm more, uh, there for my family. I'm a, I'm a better dad and a better husband because I'm around more. Um, and it changed my life and it's just something I wanted to share. I figured if I could get this message out there, what it's done for me, it may be able to, uh, to help other people and, and that's just kind of what I become passionate about. Yeah. So what was it? I mean, what is it that you wanted to share that, that, that you became passionate about? Yeah. I mean, it's really the theory of, and something that I've realized about the incredible abundance of business in your backyard. And, you know, my, my real quick story is, you know, I've been in the mortgage in industry for 18 years and I moved my business. I'll, I'll really shorten it. They can listen to the podcast. Maybe it's, yeah, cool. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. but, um, I moved my mortgage business around a lot and I was, I considered Boston my market for a long time, uh, which is ridiculous and saying that's, that's way too many people. You got to drill it down more, but that's a whole nother thing. But I, I eventually, when I bought my house in Hockington, when we moved out to the burbs and the white picket fence and the whole deal, I just, because I had three little kids, I moved my business to Hockington too. So I could be closer to my family and, you know, have to run home for lunch or grab my son at daycare, whatever the case may be. And then I started doing a lot of local networking. I mean, literally not leaving Hopkinton and just networking here. And yeah. my business shot up and it's, it's because of all the, it's the foundation is relationships and generating local relationships. And I'm like everyone else, right? I I'm on social media. I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't yeah. even know what TikTok is. I mean, I know what TikTok is. I have no <laughs> idea what people are doing on it, right. but it was this right. constant struggle of trying to stay relevant in social media when I'm like, all the connections that I need are in my backyard and it's based on relationships. I'm getting more business because I have better relationships locally. It's just easier. And then, and I'm, I'm able to be there for my family when they need me to be there. Um, so yeah. it's, it's what I've stumbled upon. It's what I've become passionate about. And I, I feel like everyone is pressured to be on social media and be out there in the whole world. You don't need to be. Everything you need is in your backyard. Yeah. No, that's so, that's so awesome. So when Brian reached out, he was reaching out because he wanted to take that intellectual property and just share it with the world. You know, so we developed a podcast called Local Impact. You can check it out on iTunes. Just search Local Impact, Brian Brown, B-R-Y-A-N, Brian Brown. And he's got 13 episodes out there, all of them talking about the acres of diamonds in your own backyard. Because like Brian, I'm not a social media maven. You may see me a little bit more out there than and Brian or, or somebody else, but that's just because I've been in the game a little bit longer. You know, I really prefer, that's why I do the phone calls one-on-one. -on -one. That's why I got on the phone with you one-on-one. -on -one. You know, I love talking to people. I'm not, I'm not an extrovert. You're not necessarily an extrovert. You know, I don't think, 
you know, I'm, I'm an introvert. I can't speak. Are you an extrovert or an introvert? I guess I should put a label on it. Um, well, okay. For those who don't know, the definition of an extrovert would be somebody who gets energy from being in a, um, at an event, let's say. Okay. And an introvert is the opposite. Somebody who drains energy from uh, an event where other people are at. I actually, I do truly get energy after I leave a networking event. I want to go do five more. Um, and there are introverts are just the opposite. So I, I would actually consider myself an extrovert. Oh, so you are. Okay. So yeah, I got a little bit ahead of my skis there. I thought the introvert was like me. I'll speak. I get a ton of energy from the room, but then I just want to get right back to my hotel room when I'm off the stage. You know, I don't want to mingling and all that stuff makes me a little bit, I don't know what it is, man, but it's kind of weird, but that's again, a little bit off the beaten path, but you want to teach people whether you're an introvert or an extrovert that right. And not even in your city, like, so you had Boston, this huge population, millions of people and talk about the commute driving because this was one of your pain points was that you were driving all around uh, how i mean what would it look like an average day like well that? i mean from hopkinton to waltham it's only like you know 30 miles or even boston let's say it's a little bit further but it's you know well again it's the marathon right so it's 26.2 miles from hopkinton yeah. to boston but you know in in traffic i mean you're talking an hour hour and a half uh, wow. each direction with three kids at that time under three it just it was you know i'd be divorced right now if i didn't make the move you know <laughs> tongue in cheek, yeah. but, but it just, it was a lot of wasted time. And even when I would get there, then you have to go network and drive here and there. And it just wasn't working. So I moved my business halfway. I moved my business at one point to Natick. And even that was too much. Um, and I just said the hell with it. This isn't worth it. I got one life. They're only little one time. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to be, I want to be able to drop them off at daycare and go pick them up. And my wife had a car issue the other day and couldn't get my son at school. And so I just, I was there in 10 minutes. It's like, I want to be there for all of that. And I don't want my business to suffer and it shouldn't. And it, and it hasn't. And it, if anything, it's, it's taken off because of this. Yeah. So one of the topics is, I mean, you got a lot of great uh, topics on your podcast. You talk about BNI, the networking group. I think a lot of people heard of BNI. And by the way, this podcast, I'm doing the interview with Brian because it's kind of counterintuitive to what we talk about all the time. Like launch your global message to the world, which is great. It's awesome. No, but what Brian's talking about is you don't have to have any knowledge of social media. What's a matter of fact, it's the anti-social media platform, which I love because that would consider Brian a disruptor and which is always great to be. So when everybody else is zigging, you're zagging, you know? So you talk about the power of your local BNI and networking and hosting events, small events, 10, 20, 30, 50 people. But one of your podcasts, like the first one you did after you, the welcome podcast was develop a win-win between you and your local chamber of commerce. Talk about that for a little bit, developing the power of your and leveraging that relationship. Yeah. So that's a good one. And I'll share a quick story. So, you know, when I was in the chambers of commerce in and around Boston, you'd go to their chamber meetings and there'd be 40, 50 people at these meetings, big rooms full of, you know, pretty uh, successful people. And then Hopkinton is this little town. Right. And so I go to my first chamber meeting. And there's like six people there <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm the youngest by like 30 years, which was, uh, which is, and, yeah. and I'm friends with these guys now. So I can, I can joke with them about that, but they're the, some of the best people I know. And, um, and so anyway, you know, long story short, I, I end up, I, they asked me like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I gotta be honest. I said, what, what's up with membership? I, I applied, you know, I filled out a thing and nobody even got back to me and, you know, this warm welcome, which I'm so used to in, in the Boston market, right? All the bells and whistles. And there was none of that. And yeah. they said, well, we have one guy who was, you know, part-time running membership. So I, I his name was Drew at the time and uh, he's not with the chamber anymore. We had, we had breakfast and, and he's sitting down, he sits me down and we're going through the membership and, 
And so I said, hey, Drew, I got a question. Are we trying to grow membership with the Chamber of Commerce? Are we trying to get new businesses to join? He's like, yeah, absolutely. I said, is anyone doing that actively, going out and trying to get new business? He's like, no, not really. I mean, we're all part-time. You know, he's running a business. All these people are running businesses. And I said, well, is that something that I, I could do? He's like, hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the light bulb went off. And I hope it's, it's going off for some of the people listening. Now, you got to remember, I'm a mortgage guy, right? And I'm new to a town. There are seven real estate offices at the time in Hopkinton. If I go into any one of those seven offices without having any relationship as a mortgage guy, they're going to go, nope, sorry, not interested. You're basically soliciting. And any mortgage yeah. people who are listening to this or realtors who are listening to this are going to totally agree. Mortgage guy walks into a real estate office. They're going to say, nope, we already have somebody. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, if I walk in under the veil of the Chamber of Commerce and say, hey, listen, uh, Mr. Remax owner, I'm here with the Chamber of Commerce. We want to figure out how we can get you more exposure in Hockington. Ding, ding, ding. Warm welcome. Come on. <laughs> Come right on in. <laughs> Come on in, Brian. Great to meet you. What yeah, you it's like yeah. the Trojan horse. I just, I cruise right on in. And, you know, before you know it, I'm, oh, yeah, by the way, I do mortgages. Oh, do you? And, and but you're in, right? And what it did what it, was it gave me a license to talk to every single business in town. And then what I did is I joined, I started running the events committee. Okay, remember, this, this is all like you stand up and say, hey, listen, I have time. They're going to say, you do this, right? And so I took, uh, I started running with the events committee. And that gave me the ability to throw events, like happy hour events and things like that, where I would stop the thing, you know, the, the, the party and say, hey, I'm Brian with the Chamber of Commerce, not with Guaranteed, right? I'm Brian with the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we want to help you grow your business in town. Please come talk to me if you're looking to get more exposure, that kind of thing. I look at, I, I've coined the term, and I mean, it's not my term, but it's a multiplier, right? When you're up in front of a room, it, I didn't know anyone in town. It's yeah. so funny, like, I didn't know anyone, but they all knew me because of all these things that I'm doing. And, and I'm up in front of people all the time, it, it, you know, being relatively new to a town, it, it catapulted how fast uh, I got my name out there. I love that. Again, we're talking to my buddy, Brian Brown. We're working, in full disclosure, Brian's a coaching client of mine. We're working together. We have been working together since January. I love his attitude, amazing attitude. There's no, there's no reason why, uh, I mean, it's not hard to figure out why you're so successful in what you do because you're willing to take risks, number one. And you're doing something that I would love to see more of my listeners do, and that's get out in your local community. You're talking about, Brian, look, you're not even talking about dominating your town. You're, you're like, hey, open up your front door. Do you live on a cul-de-sac? If there's 18 houses, do you even know the other 17 people? Uh, yeah. I mean, you've thrown you, your podcast. I, the, the reason I love working with Brian is because his podcasts are a riot and he talks about the basic stuff. You're talking about throwing a barbecue. You're talking about hoppy hour, which is a play on words to Hopkinton. What's the population of Hopkinton? About 16,000. 16,000. So you decided that, hey, I don't want to go into Boston. It's an hour and a half commute every day. I'm going to stay in my local because i got family. I've got three kids. So you're there with your kids in the pickup line at school at the end of the day. I mean, the value to that, and that's near and dear to my heart and the listeners, because the value to being there for your family and being a provider, you can do both. You don't have to go at 90 minutes away to be a provider for your family. You're talking about walk out your front door, meet your neighbors, let them know what you do, You know, start to get to know them, and I want to talk about that in just a second. But getting back to the chamber, I think that's genius. I'm Brian Brown. Guaranteed rate, he mentioned that. That's the name of his company. So I'm Brian Brown with the chamber. We would like to get you more business. I mean, when you did that podcast, I was like, oh, my God, that's genius. I mean, 
how long did it take you to figure out that I'm going from Brian Brown, mortgage guy, I'm like nuclear plutonium when I walk in anywhere because people, oh, I don't want a mortgage. I don't want to refi. I already got somebody. Right. How long did it take you to figure out this chamber thing is a really amazing leverage point for you? Not long at all. I mean, the light bulb literally went off as soon as they were, they told me that they, there wasn't anyone really doing that. And it just was a perfect, in most towns, if they don't have a chamber, they'll have something sort of like it, a business group or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it, the other thing that it did is that the towns need that person, right? It, it, you're there. You, you, you become hero is too strong of a word, but you're like, you're reaching out to local businesses saying, Hey, how can I help you grow? I'm trying to get you more exposure. It's great for the businesses and yeah. it's great. It's great for the chamber, which is a, essentially an arm of the town. Yeah. You're, you're helping everybody. There's yeah. no, there's no downside to it. And, uh, and it's been great and I love it. I'll never not do it. Um, I'm passionate about my chamber for the first time, you know, living in an area, I finally feel rooted somewhere, which is kind of where I get the passion for the town. And I want, yeah. I want to see my kids 30 years from now come to me and say, dad, that town was an awesome place to grow up in. And I feel like a strong business community uh, will have an impact on that. And that's what I can affect. And it, and it yeah. already has, it's been really cool. So everybody's trying to figure out how to, you know, post on Facebook three times a day and on Instagram and all that. You're literally just staying in your hometown and teaching. You have mentees that you're mentoring in your business to do the exact same thing, to follow your blueprint. Brian's got a playbook we're going to be uh, re releasing in the near future as well and putting his site out there. And I'll update the podcast when that goes live. And I think uh, up the podcast uh, description to put the link in there. But check out uh, Brian's podcast, Local Impact, Brian Brown, B-R-Y-A-N. Brian, one of the episodes also, and I really want to dive into this because there's so many people need this because all we hear every day is online marketing, online marketing, online marketing. Local business collaborations. That was another episode that you talked about. Uh, leveraging the power of local business collaborations. Talk about that one example that you shared on the podcast. Do you remember what that was? That local business collaboration where you yeah. really helped? Yeah, go ahead. The igloos? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, this is obviously middle of COVID. Uh, it was cold out. Um, I, I went to dinner, you know, I'm from Massachusetts. So we went to Gillette Stadium for Go Patriots for lunch. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, now saying Go Patriots that you've just lost 95% of the audience. <laughs> I lost everybody. We <laughs> hate the Patriots. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, listen, it's, it's good to be number one. Well, it, used to, it used to be anyway. It used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, so we go to Gillette and uh, there's a restaurant down there and they're doing the igloo thing. And you know, it, we just wanted a, a new experience. All right. So long story, the, the kids had a phenomenal time. It was great. It was, it was actually awesome to be out in an igloo because they could be as loud and as crazy as they wanted and nobody cared because we're contained. Yeah. You know? And so three kids under six, they are going to be as loud and crazy as they want. <laughs> you have no control of that. Right. So it was, it was fun just in that regard. But then the light bulb went off for me. I'm like, why don't we have any one of the, why don't we have one of these in, in my town? And so I called one of my favorite, one of my favorite local restaurants. And I, I reached out to the guy, Mike, who runs it. I said, Mike, well, you know, why don't you have this? He's like, well, the reality is they don't really make money, right? You, can, you have to book them essentially in, in two-hour time slots. You're really only looking at, you know, three tables a night per igloo. And it's it just the cost of buying one of these things versus the money it's going to bring is not really there. And I was like, oh, I guess it totally makes sense. I said, well, what if I sponsored one? Basically, what if I got one for you? Would that be beneficial? And he was like, oh, my God, yeah. Absolutely. And I said, all right, listen, the only thing I want is, you know, a little, you know, A-frame tabletop sign that just sits there that says this egg was sponsored by Brian Brown, guaranteed rate, right? 
And uh, he said, sure, no problem. Usually you can put a billboard up. Whatever you want. <laughs> and I said, no, nah, I don't want it to be, this isn't like a look at me thing. This is just like, Hey, there's some cheap, you know, sponsoring. I'm totally good with it. Let's do it. Because what I knew it's not, will somebody call me to refinance or buy a house because of that? Probably not, but it's the uh, local PR that was the most valuable thing to me. And so uh, we did it and the, and we actually bought two and they have a, a patio that could fit two of these things. And uh, recently he just took them down. So these things were up for like almost three months. And he said they were booked every week, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all three days, both it goes booked. So he has, I can't tell you the incredible amount of uh, business that we got from that. Uh, it was, it was a win there. It was a win for me because as people were going out to dinner, they take pictures of the sign and then with the igloo and they tag yeah. and do all that sort of stuff. But locally it got a lot of great PR and, and I got the newspaper involved as well. That's maybe a, you know, another one that people. No, yeah. Talk about newspaper. I, I couldn't believe you actually recorded a podcast about the newspaper because I didn't even know they still print a newspaper. Go ahead. Talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. I love all this because we never talk about this stuff on the podcast. Right. Right. So a lot of these small towns like mine ha still have a, a local newspaper where it's just local news, the local sports, the local, you, know, you get the point. Yeah. And there's always a web component to it as well. Um, and so for, for ours, it's called the Hockington Independent. And it's a great newspaper. I actually, I, I read it every single time. It's the only, it's the only newspaper I actually read cover to cover. And, Old school, um, man. Old school. It, it is. It is. And so I call, I know the owner and she's a lovely woman. She's a great businesswoman. I call her up. I said, Sue, I said, this is kind of really cool thing happening between two businesses that I think would be a good story, right? You got to remember your local newspaper or your local website, whatever is, is a business. And they need two things to run. They need stories and they need sponsors. They need advertisers, yep. right? Yep. And so if they're running good stories and they're getting eyes, they're going to get businesses to advertise. And, but as a, it, with doing some of these things that I'm talking about, you are able to provide your local newspaper content. So I got around myself. I said, Hey, this is a great, you know, great story. Something that I think, you know, with all this bad negative COVID stuff going on is, is kind of a positive spin. And she was like, absolutely. She was there that day taking pictures. It was in the next, uh, the next uh, newspaper we run bi-weekly. It was in the next uh, local independent. And I got a, just a ton of people reaching out being, Hey, awesome job. You know, congratulations. Great idea. So the local PR was through the roof. And, it, and that's another one of those multipliers, right? Yeah. Just people hear the name constantly over and over doing stuff like that. That's positive for the community. And uh, you can't, you can't miss with that stuff. I'm just curious, and not that this is something why you did it, but in that three months, were you able to tag any specific dollar ROI to it at all or no? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I, I know for sure I did three refinances from it. Wow. What it cost you to do the igloos? Uh, they were about a thousand each. So, so and you, my ROI is off the charts. Ex exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So igloos, local collaborations with the restaurant. Guys, you could, you could leverage this anyway. I mean, we're just giving a few examples in a short podcast here. But the main reason I wanted to bring Brian on is, number one, he's got a great attitude. We talk about attitude. The podcast previous to this one, I talked about Jeremy Todd and his attitudes. You can see a common theme around successful people. Willing to take a shot. Not everything works. I'm sure not every collaboration Brian's ever done has worked out. But in the long run, the ROI is always there. So Again, just to go back to the very beginning of the podcast, when I started talking about why Brian and I connected is he wanted to work together to really flesh out this whole, you know, we came up with a name, Local Impact. Brian came up with that. I think you came up with that name, right? And then we got there together, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
it's been a great time working with you, man, because you just, you got that energy about you that people want, and it's no secret. And I know you're humble, so you're not going to take, so just receive what I'm saying is that people want to be around you for a reason. It's because of your attitude, you know, I want to be around you. That's why I offered to have you on the podcast. Brian has nothing to sell. There's nothing to sell. Okay. It's not like we're going to give you a link to go on his calendar or go buy his product. He just wants to give back because he's so passionate about Read that book, Acres of Diamonds in Your Own Backyard, guys. Read that book. It's a pretty amazing book because how does it end? What's the premise of the story? Yeah, it's basically about a guy named Al Hafed who was uh, just, he was, he was, he had a great, you know, property, uh, you know, with uh, fertile lands. And, you know, way back then that was, that was a lot, right? That was, you were wealthy if you had, you know, great property and land and you had an amazing wife and kids and he was content and he was, he was wealthy because he was content. Yeah. And then he found out that there was such a thing as diamonds and, and diamond mines all over the world. And if he found them, he could be powerful and incredibly wealthy with diamonds. And so he sold his farm and uh, went in search of diamonds. And to make a long story short, searched high and low, far and wide for years and years, became broke and, um, you know, in, in, in despair and starving and cast himself into the ocean and was never heard from again. Well, the guy who bought his farm, I uh, was taking his camel out, brings him down to the stream for a drink, and lo and behold, you know, sees diamonds. Uh, so Al Hafed had diamonds in his backyard the entire time. He just wasn't looking in the right place. Um, and it's supposedly a true story. And uh, the mines that were found were some of the um, most popular mines where we get a lot of our diamonds today, uh, uh, supposedly. So yeah. it's a really cool story. Yeah, I read that book probably 20 years ago. I think uh, Russell H. Conwell. Acres right. of Diamonds. And check that out. You can also get the audio version, you get the ebook. It's been around forever. But the premise of the story is there's acres of diamonds in your own backyard. You don't got to go be the Kardashians like we talked, Brian and I joke about. Like right. everybody wants to be the next Kardashian and get 8 million followers. You don't need that, you know? Yeah, and, it's, and it's funny, right? We do the same thing. We do the Acres of Diamonds story, right? We're on the internet, on social media, searching high and low, far and wide to get people to, to follow us and all this sort of stuff when everything you need is in your backyard. There are people, I guarantee you, in your hometown that could change your life if you just uncover the right stone and, and develop the relationship with these people. It has they have for me. One of the realtors down the hall, literally 20 feet down the hall, in, you know, in the building that I'm in, has changed my life because we have a great relationship. I, if I won a lottery today and got out of mortgages, he would be my, one of my friends for the rest of my life. Uh, it just we've developed an amazing relationship. That's not you cannot find that on social media. You can't, you can't because people aren't willing to be who they really truly are online. Cause you know, there's a lot of vulnerability there, but when you see someone every day, you know, the scars, the warts, all of that good stuff and the really great uh, stuff that happens only when you can meet somebody face to face. So this podcast is not just for this interview with Brian, a realtor and insurance agent. It's for everybody. It's for me. I mean, I just joined a country club for the first time, you know, because we had a couple of kids in the past few years, uh, the last 20 years. So I was unable to take five hours away and play around the golf. But my wife and I now are more intentional about that. I joined a country club. I'm networking. I'm taking some of the things you and I talk about. And I don't know anybody. I, I'm not one person, but I'm getting into Wednesday night league. You know, I'm the high handicapper, hitting the ball all over the course, laughing, going in the water, in the rough, all over the place. Can't find my ball. Got a four handicapper trying to find my ball with me. The guy looks like he's frustrated this every day. But then we have a beer hang out and we get to know each other and already, you know, Hey, what do you do? I run a daily podcast. Oh my God. Really? And then, so, you know, there's going to be business that comes from that. We don't do this stuff to make money. And it's not like I joined a country club so I can make money off all these guys selling coaching to them. But I know that I know that I know that I know I'm going to get a client from that 
from that, those relationships, you know, and I'll be able to help them, you know, and get them clients. And so when I brought Brian on today, it was all about that getting back to basics and understanding there's a, there's a huge abundance in your own backyard. If you're just wanting to stop, take a breath, meet the people on your cul-de-sac first or on your street. All right. And then in your office, and then wherever you're going at church and things like that, if you want to leverage the power of BNI groups and chambers, Brian, uh, his podcast will teach you that local impact. But man, there's just, there's so much, Brian. It's like when you first start talking about it, like, geez, it can only be a couple of things to talk about. And then we could go another hour and still not even scratch the surface about this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I, I do. And not, you know, not to make it longer, but even something like you're, if we're going to go social media, like the local, the power of local Facebook groups. Yep. You have to go back and listen to that podcast. That has been one of the most impactful things for my businesses. Like in Hopkinton, we have like the Hopkinton Moms Group, right? And yeah. if you are referred on the Hopkinton Moms Group, you're getting the business all day. You know, they're like the most powerful organization in town. Right? And so there are, there are certain ways that you can network with your local Facebook groups to forget the whole world. If you're going to, if you want to be on social media, that's fine. Focus on social media in your town. And it's, it's unbelievable the amount of business that you can get on social, on local social media, Facebook groups. Yeah. So you're not a big Instagram guy. You're not I mean, I'm on it. I, I'm not really sure why I'm on it. I do it because right. it's kind of fun, right? It's, it's, sure. I think, I, I guess I have to do it. Uh, I'm on there. Uh, but if I, yeah. if I wasn't on there, nothing would change with my business. I, I take it bet. You're not an Instagram influencer, for example. Yeah. No. Or a Facebook influence. I was actually looking at your Facebook. I told you I was stalking you the other day because we had a call and I'm like, dude, you don't, you're not even posting about your podcast on your Facebook page. I mean, this guy literally is walking the walk as it relates to growing his local business one you know, relationship at a time. And they're really powerful relationships. Like I'm sure if you do one loan, you're getting a refi a few years later. These become repeat customers over and over and over again. It's not just that one hit wonder, you know? Right. Yeah, and it's just, and I, I'm just getting, I mean, I'm getting calls now and it's like, hey, this, you know, this person did this loan with you. And I saw this, I saw the igloo thing that you did in town, or you were recommended to me by, you know, uh, one of the Hopkinton moms on the Facebook page. It's almost every day um, that I get calls like that. And it's just like, and listen, I'm just doing things that I enjoy doing with other business owners and other people in my community. Right. And and it's, and it's coming back 10. Bingo. So bingo, doing what you love to do and getting paid to do it. So yeah. doing what you love, I think we could end on that, man. Doing what you love to do and getting paid to do it. That's the everyday Saturday lifestyle. So Perfect. Brian Brown, we'll be in touch. We, we, we talk often. So uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, man. This was really, really good. Like this is going to help because I have so many people listen to this podcast that are like you. They're not social media influencers. Matter of fact, they don't even want to be. They want to build a business locally, you know? So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all this great knowledge. Check out Brian's podcast, Local Impact. Check it out, Brian Brown, B-R-Y-A-N. Brian, thanks for being on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. An incredible opportunity, and uh, thank you to all those for listening. You got it, brother. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Brian. Thanks. All right, man. Have a great day. Hi, everybody. Have the best day And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Every Day is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Every Day Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar. Go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Every Day is Saturday podcast.